Sometimes some things are so weak in their potency that you know just you're just getting like a little bit of a like a little something. So you can get a little something if it's potent, but if a little something which is just ordinary, no. <clears throat> the truth cannot be uh, imparted only through just a word or concepts alone. It has to be infused with the realization of it. And uh, the spirit of it, the spirit of the truth. Otherwise, it just becomes knowledge, also. But knowledge has to be converted into experience, <clears throat> and the only way in which uh, knowledge or belief can become experience is when it points you directly, and directly, I would say, directly. Because the actions of God or of truth is always direct, it's always immediate, it's always deep, it always is transformative, <coughs> isn't it? it? Cannot just be merely intellectual or something. Intellectual knowledge is okay up to a point, but its potency uh, is not really so so deep. So also the listener has a part to play. Also, they must totally open up their being to. To a level of receptivity. If you're listening on the fans, or listening kind of like, like a critic, or listening like a, a kind of like <coughs> mild curiosity, it, it itself uh, obstructs the fullness of your uh, perception. One has to come really with with, and this is why. It is so important that people feel the truth. You know, they feel it because when you feel something, that's something. What that's what we say. You feel something in the heart. <clears throat> you can listen to something. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that. That was clever. You know, that, wow, that was kind of deep. When you feel it, you know, there's almost a, a silence. It's, it's almost like a shock. It really happens in here. When it happens in there. Mm-hmm. Then it prepares all your being to be receptive. That's what love does. Love makes you receptive, makes you open, makes you, you know, uh, drink. You drink in, and so <coughs> the teachings—they're kind of—they come like like osmosis. They just get pulled in, or pulled up, like this. If you go dry, you get very little. And this is why very often when people sometimes come to, for the first time they come here, I am not really able to speak very much to them. Just to welcome and say hello and so on. Rare from the first day you meet a deep receptivity 
often what you meet is reluctance and and it takes some time uh, for people to start defrosting because it's almost like they have to slowly defrost meaning that something enters into heart energy not just mind energy when the <coughs> the mind energy enters into the heart then you begin to understand spontaneously you just understand you just understand you don't sweat and struggle and oh, fine it's not this it's like it's your receptivity it's your, the pores of your being are totally open to the truth <coughs> and this is sometimes the 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 gift uh, of meditation or of uh, listening to singing a bhajan or chanting is that it it changes the orientation and the energy field from the mind and the ego and brings it more into the heart because only when it comes into the heart you can are you really in satsang you follow or not yes only when the the energy moves inside into what i call art energy field then satsang becomes a joy because you are you're listening in a surrendered state you're listening in a yes <clears throat> otherwise you can see also energetically people you know kind of they're fighting in them struggle and all 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 real wars are in, internal the external wars are secondary they start internal wars there who wins this war if your mind your ego wins this war then outside it causes trouble in the world if your heart wins this war not that it fights and then it ends up with showering blessing upon the world this is how important this battleground is what is the battlefield of krishna and arjuna is it kurukshetra yeah that is this that is this and krishna is here and the pandavas they are here you understand if you want to understand it in a metaphorical way <clears throat> this battleground is here this is the battleground yeah. fighting for righteousness these things they have to clean out your house they have to clean out your house when your house is clean uh, <clears throat> then you'll find uh, the lord is sitting in your bedroom sometimes you don't want to clean out your heart has to be feng shui your heart has to be clean for the the holy presence to arise inside you see all oh, this is only the talk that can happen in sangha Hmm? and the whole world has to become sangha we're not running a campaign i'm just saying the world has to be the world wants to be say has to become sangha I mean, it has to be receptive it has to be open and sometimes the only way that we become open is if you get punctured your lung get punctured and then something you become desperate when you're desperate you open when desperate open at first you you cling but it's so unbearable you have to open <clears throat> perhaps the worst of life is mediocrity your worst life is mediocrity just going from day to day just going through the motion your life must either be highly stressed highly painful highly suffering or highly joyful 
If it goes just middle of the road, you know, it's like you are not a candidate for liberation. I don't want to say these things absolutely, you know, I'm just giving a sense. Because many people they're in a they start to suffer from mediocrity. Yeah, see, there's a way my life. I give up everything for this. Well, this is not anything. I thought that having all these things were going to be something, but I'm lonely. I have nobody at all. So it is nothing. All this money, all this is nothing at all because I'm not happy. They can't buy me happiness. Then somehow in that desperateness, there a deeper deeper cells open to something. That has not yet uh, been recognized. And when I speak these things, you know, it's just like, uh, or when I'm allowed to, when you permit me to, so to speak, there is such joy. There is such joy. Like it has to be released into the world. All the things of this of the Father, all the things of the Supreme, they are here, but they have to be unlocked. How to unlock them? Your heart has to open. When your heart is open, then uh, the Lord comes. While they're looking for him to come from, he arises from inside. Easy. In satsang, you have the chance, you have the invitation, you have the pointer to stop identifying with gender, stop identifying with uh, any specific religion group, not deeply. Work, with, work through it, but don't say, I am that. Your I am is the most precious thing you have in the life. Don't give it to any association at all. Keep it unassociated. If I can say that, the I am is the most, the most precious thing in the world, in the fluid, in the dynamic world. Don't combine it with anything. You want to be happy? Listen to me when I say that. Don't associate it with anything. Don't associate it with the body. Don't associate it with politics. Don't associate it with anything in life. Keep it unassociated. Just be in the living, dynamic remembrance of that. Be in one with it, and then you will overcome. Everything you transcend the mind. There is nothing more valuable. I'm saying valuable. It's beyond value. It's priceless than the the sense I am. <clears throat> Though all beings are intuitively, all sentient beings are intuitively the I am, yet they are blind to I am. They give the I am, I am the body, I am the wife, I am the husband, I am the politician, I am the doctor, I am an expert, I am and then the I am seems to get dirty. You see, don't give the I am. When you say I am, it's your I am what? Just I am. Then the feel like you leave me standing, I must the I am must touch to something. I I I am I am I am a doctor. Oh yeah, I'm a doctor. 
like you feel grounded in the delusion in the illusion can you hold the i am without waiting like what now just to be in that that is the true currency of life I feel that uh, even with your words, I can see that uh, some misunderstanding can, can occur when you, when it's, it's the habit is so strong to, uh, even when you talk about experiencing it, so through the mind, which is the only tool you can experience things, I mean, as far as I know. So you try to to experience it with the mind, but you were like there's no reference point to what you Yes, yes. If we really understood the mind, the mind is like taking your food and putting up your bottom. Trying to understand the truth through your mind is like taking your food and putting it up your bottom up your bottom. The mind has to be the last to receive the knowledge. Then it gets illumined. But it cannot go in front of you and say, Okay, you know, yeah, this is what it means. And the mind is reading and interpreting the truth for you. And then you don't know who you are. It's like the sun waiting for the moon to give it light. This is what it this is what effectively this is why the whole thing doesn't work. It's like the 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 sun how deluded must the sun be to ask the moon for light? when the moon's light comes from the sun. So then the sun will this is what we call deep ignorance. If the sun, who is a supplier of the moon's light, is asking the moon for some light. We are the self asking the mind to, to what do you think about what you're hearing? So of course the mind is not going to behave like servant. He's meant to be servant. But you treat him like master, so what is he going to tell you? Yeah, don't listen to that. Because you treat the mind like master. So of course the mind is going to behave like master. He says, you're a fool. And you call me master. You know, jump. You start to jump. So why are you jumping? Oh, because my mind told me to jump. You see. And this goes for everybody, in fact. Because immediately you hand everything. I give you the food and you give it to your mind. I give you food and you go and give it to you. You're you're hungry. I give you the food. You won't give it to the dog. You're hungry. I give you the food. You won't eat the food. It's just a habit of somehow thinking that you know. Just a habit of you know, like you think knowledge comes from the mind, or the or even you know even thinking that, but it's just a habit. Is that you hear something, is like the mind takes it, takes delivery for it, and of course. Why do you think you don't understand things for so long? Because the mind gives you the wrong stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. It's not on your side when you're choosing righteousness. It's only on your side when you're choosing nonsense. It's like it. It, it is for a while, you know. While we are not aware of who we are, it's, we don't. I don't even want to blame the mind. Like mind is that mind? 
Uh, mind is an aspect of ourself. It is our our relationship um, with our with our own uh, kind of projections. So this is what happened, you know. And you see, the thing is that when when you say like that, I want to say immediately, but you see this, don't you? You see that the mind is kind of create something. So just the very fact that you can see it, if you acknowledge that, but I can see this, the very fact that you can see it is sufficient evidence that you have some distance from it. Then I ask you immediately then, you know, who are you then? Where are you then? You know, then why give anything to the mind? You already see that the mind comes after you. What came up today was because I was talking in the morning in the middle uh, yeah, I was just uh, waking up with this kind of like you were saying sometimes that you wake up and the mind is already waiting for you. Yeah. So, and I was giving you all this kind of uh, uh, arguments like why it is not it is not seen and it's and basically uh, at some point we she started laughing and then I started laughing because it's, it looks so ridiculous but when you're inside it because these things are keep coming back and it, it's and of course if you look at it it just it's, it's ridiculous but somehow the, the the force of the habit you just you just go with it you know and if you're not looking at if you don't have the chance like with you or to be in this place then you don't really question it but it just—it's completely, completely crazy. And the the strong argument is the what I told you just now. It's the where is the experience of the like? It's just so flat somehow, you know. Yes. In fact, everything in your life becomes flat. Everything becomes flat. I was talking to this lady to, uh, yesterday, and she was talk. She was so desperate. I need to talk to Muji. I need to talk to Muji. And I speak with her, and her voice was like that, you know. So, Moji, what should I do, Moji? I said, My God, look, the vampire sucked almost the last, the, the last little bit of blood in your in your neck. Yeah? Every night, you're going to bed with your vampire, and of course, the vampire he kisses you, oh, darling, on the lips. But when you're sleeping, oh, in your neck. But you don't know. You think, oh yeah, darling, I love you. You get up in the morning. You look in the mirror. You look purple. <laughs> oh, I look so. I look so purple. The vampire says, Oh, purple looks very nice on you. Oh, you think so, darling? Okay. It's like this. We're like this. Our life force is very weak. My mind just uh, is doing this to me. I said, no, with your permission, actually, we have to wake up and do this. If you keep blaming the mind, you give your power away. You say, it is something's power that does this on me. But when you say, but I'm collaborating with it, you say, but wait, I have the power to not collaborate with it. And that is taking your power back. You see, this is why I say, you have to win yourself back. You have to win your freedom. You know, Because if we look, uh, if we could take statistics, actually, of the the, the human population of the earth and take the statistics of how our, of our heart's health in terms of the truth 
we are not so developed a species, I will tell you. If you look and say technologically, you know, because, yeah, of course, technologically we are great, because who are we going to compare ourselves with? The monkeys, you know, the rabbits, um, you know, uh, who are the donkeys, the birds, the, the elephant, the whales. Yeah, yeah, we are very developed, but we've got no, no one to compare to. Now, UFOs are coming into the Earth's atmospheres now, and they are seeing that, okay, maybe you know, there, there are beings from other planets that are far more advanced. Who are flying spaceships across galaxies, whose spaceships can go, like, and just disappear? I said, maybe there's a, maybe they're more intelligent than us, but they are already speaking. Oh, maybe these beings are barbarians. They come. Why would they want to come from Earth? It's like you know, why would you go? To, why would you want to? If you are a much higher developed species, why would you want to go to some lower species to take what from from them? We are not so developed. We have the, we only have a very developed ego. <laughs> we, we are not so advanced. We are just uh, advanced in the ego. If you have to know the greatness, the advancement of a country, you don't go and look at their airports. Don't look at the airports and their banks. Go to their hospitals. Go to the dustmen and see. Look at their look at their sanitation. Look at their behavior towards each other. That's how you judge the greatness of a nation. So if you want to go, oh, we got so much, you know, ATM machines, and we, oh, we have all these, you know, we have so many yachts and we have so many Rolls Royces. That's how you judge a nation's wealth. So we don't know how to assess. Our value systems are completely wrong, because our cultures these days, and it seems to sometimes, sometimes it seems like spreading. On one side, and then our side seems like it's coming together. You know, it's not easy. Those readings are not so easy. Easy, but it seems on one side we are we are less caring. The more you go into ego, the less global you are. You just become globally greedy, but not globally compassionate. So I don't know to say that we are so. Highest species because we haven't conquered our mind. You conquered all the other species, but yourself you'll not conquer. And we are conquering them using force. And we are afraid of the force we use. Why don't you conquer them with love? <laughs> you have to first uh, uh, conquer yourself. It's not. It's not. Uh, but at the same time, it's here. We have to transcend it. We are really self-infatuated. We think we are so beautiful. I've seen some pictures of some of these aliens. To human eyes, they are really ugly. So my God, you're not going to be more advanced. They're really so ugly. Look at the size of their heads, or whatever. But maybe to them we are really ugly. I mean, you know, <laughs> who can say? <laughs> this is this is gonna be the test. Maybe when they come, they're gonna come here laughing at us. You're <laughs> <laughs> still monkeys. You got hair. <laughs> we can play with these things, can't we?
honestly, this is uh, our mistakes are repetitive for a while, because it's almost as though wherever a bit of darkness lodges in us, it feeds from darkness. It holds. It's like holding. And it's not that we are deluded about everything in life. Not at all. Maybe most things don't trouble you. Most things in the world, 99% of things in the world probably don't trouble you. But that 1% is enough to hold you, hold, hold us. Like somebody say, what, 1% in the DNA? Or maybe even less than that, between man and monkey. They say like this. Maybe just take a little bit of delusion, and uh, your whole being seems to be covered up. Is it good that I talk like this? Is it okay? Or should I say nice things? Pretty no. things. <laughs> this is nice things. Your time is coming. Your time is coming. I can feel it, I'll tell you. You're going to burst open and then full bloom. You have to do it. Because it can't go on like that. No. I don't see any future for that. Because I know you, that's why I know I know what is there. And actually what is there is very beautiful. Sometimes you so very beautiful. He's my jackpot, even on my jack jackpot, uh, my lottery numbers. I'm just waiting for the last number. Look you know. after this last number. Hello, Mira. Come in, number Something doesn't become obvious until it becomes obvious. When it becomes obvious, you go, Wow! But I always know this. I say, Don't, don't start showing off now. If I were to say to you, you are the light of the world, would it be wrong for me to say this to you?
Some things won't be known just yet. I must say, it's like the most difficult things for me to just say yes to it, to accept it. Mm -hmm. When you say it, it's for me, it's like the most difficult say, things to just like say yes to it, to accept it. To say yes to it, then. Yes, 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 yes. You must take my word for it first, and then say, you know, like, let them open up their real meaning inside my heart. Because sometimes I just feel, you guys are a waste of time, man. I might say like this. You're going to hear me say many different things. <laughs> You're the light of the world. <laughs> You're a waste of bloody time. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Hopeless case. I don't trust this. I don't trust me now. Okay. <laughs> the hopeless case is to go. Yeah. <laughs> but this hopeless case is to go. <laughs> One time I went to, into, I don't know where it was, a few people were there, and I said, listen, there's, there's, there's too many people here. <laughs> and everybody started to pick up their coats to leave. I said, no, there's too many people here. There's, I only want presence here. I don't want people here. And then they were a bit stuck. They didn't know what to, what to do. <laughs> <laughs> eh? There's too many people here. I don't want people here. I want presence here. I could have one billion presents here. I'm happy. But three people is really too much. Then will you stay or go? Stay. stay. This is your challenge, isn't it? Sometimes you have to make that stand. Don't let the other things decide for you. There's too many people here. The house is too much full of people. <coughs> so much. We'll see you later, okay? No, no, no. There's too many people here. It's okay to be presence here, but not people here. See you next time. Okay, see you, Mr. Person. Bye bye. Go, go, go. <laughs> Isn't it? You, you follow it. No? So, will you stay or will you go? Both. Huh? Both. 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 As? Yeah. No, it's just all oh, this evening. It's just what Kelsey says. It's just grace, because it's just.
this thought just came just now. If you want to lose weight fast, sit in a, sit inside a hasid bath. Mm-hmm. You understand what the man yes, means? Right? Okay. <laughs> and you won't see where it went. <laughs> Something dying, but I'm so alive. Something dying, but I'm so alive. Sweet death. Sweet departure. Not here. Yeah, you stay alive, baby. I stay. Huh? I stay. You stay. How you stay? I stay as the willingness to trust. The willingness to? To trust. To trust. Yes. Are you holding on to anything? Yes. What are you holding on to? Um, right now, what it feels that it's holding on, it's, it's still the, the sense of autonomy. Or the sense of like, um, like yes, I can connect to that, but I want to do it. Like still have some sense of me in that somehow, and um, and sometimes like it gets on the way the sense of of master or guru or the devotion part that I see. And I see that still still holds on, not wanting to to become that yes. somehow. But you're honest about it. I don't require anybody to offer. But you need to be devoted. I see it as a soft as well, and that's why I'm just ty- trying to not to ride on the wave, but now I'm just just staying with it somehow. But I notice it. I notice that that it's there. It's like I want to hear you. I realize sometimes, like, oh, when I hear just on video, it's easier somehow, because like I can hear it and then take it on my own. And here, it's like, no, you're here. And when this thought is there, I, I feel that when it's not there, there's no problem at all, and the devotion comes by itself. But when it's there, I feel that separateness somehow. Yes. Sometimes I have something to say about that. Sometimes I feel to to go into that, but mostly I feel I have nothing to say about that. Just have to let that be. <laughs> Just have to let that be. <laughs> Is anything wrong with it? Nothing wrong with it. Well, I cannot say nothing wrong with it because it's eating you. And so I cannot say nothing wrong with it. This I see. But there is a courtesy inside to know that 
whatever is meant to be, it's just meant to be. I don't have a future about it. I don't say, oh, it will be for so long. I don't know, because I've seen people uh, drop everything for whatever reason, and I've seen people who seem to drop things and pick them up again. And so I don't feel like I want to get into that mess. There's, uh, some seem to drop something, and then they seem to go back at some minute and they pick it up because something inside was not dropped. You know, there are many people who came to satsangs in different satsangs all over the world, the different masters and so on, and uh, they they seem to have come to a realization inside the heart, but they didn't put everything on the fire. They they held something back, consciously or unconsciously. But whatever it is, conscious or unconscious, those seeds will sprout. And uh, when they sprout, they will have they will have a force with them. They will carry some power with them. And uh, whether it is the, the fear of being alone or, or you know, whatever it can be, so many things, it will come. And on the day that it comes, uh, you will be serving it, for the most part, at least for a while, and you will serve it. And. Uh, and I can't criticize that because I just feel like you know each one's destiny, uh, each one's karma, is being played out uh, in accordance with the cosmic uh, mind. It just has to go out like that. If something acts through this body to say something, then it is said. But uh, in the end, the accounts is not with me. I don't want to keep any account of it. But. Uh, I don't say I don't care about this, if something cares, but uh, I know when to stop, because uh, the, when, you are, when your contractions have started, it is you who have to push. I can tell you, push, push, but it is you who will have to do it. And it is good, like these last days, when we talked about these things, about each person writing down, trying to clarify what it is that keeps the notion of themselves alive, what it is that makes them themselves, and so on. And hearing things coming out, and people, you know, coming out with a certain amount of honesty from the from the perspective of where they locate their their being, if it's still centered very much into the person, or it is there's more space between the person and the self. And uh, to hear even, uh, like I say, uh, saying the other day that, uh, or yesterday, or a few days ago, that when I say God is my secretary, like wow, man, that's really that really that really scares me, because I have to be my secretary. My mind has to be my secretary. And then you believe you talk as though your mind is your is your servant, but we live as though the mind is your boss. You see, because you can't take a holiday from your mind, you can't put it down, you can't get away from it. Wherever you go, it is with you. And the relationship is not it's not necessarily a sweet one. It's full of promises unfulfilled for the most part. So you're always a pursuer somehow. I look on these things and I say, I can only point them out. You have to have the eyes to see it though. And I will only speak I will only speak inside the temple of being. I'm not going to go out and 
talk in the fish markets about it. The temple of being means where those who have come with the openness, wherever that may be. The temple of being could be in a toilet, it could be somehow outside a brothel, it could be anywhere. But just your heart is present enough to hear something. And then I call that the temple of being. And then I will say then you we will see how that how that functions inside your being. Whether it is uh, whether it uh, turns away from that. But um, uh, I think everyone knows anyway what is meant when we say like this. That uh, you know, I there's a fear inside. I don't want to lose my autonomy. And I I know myself that that is a dream talk, but I can't make you wake up from it as yet. You know, because uh, for me. There is only one autonomy, and it is the autonomy of the Supreme, of which I am not merely a part. I am one. I am more one with that, I would say. Um, and the illusion of, you know, I need to have my life and do my own thing, uh, that, sleep, that sleep is over, really, for me. Thankfully, that has been my great fortune in this life. Um, So um, when I hear that, I say, "Okay, that's fair enough." It just reminds me that that illusion is still strong in 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 the human kingdom. Mm. And also, it is just it is based upon ignorance because you don't know the beauty of the real you. That's why you defend that limited sense of you. Because we think that without our ego, we are nothing, as in that blank or something. And, and this this mistake uh, throws the world into chaos and suffering for me. If you don't see that, if one embraces autonomy, you can never be truly open. You see, and yet I can't tell you don't embrace. I can say to someone, yeah, you know, this, yeah, I would. You know, what is auto- whose autonomy? See if you can identify whose autonomy it is. Try and see if you can see yourself the one who has autonomy. You know, whose autonomy? Who are you calling? You know, I'm not ready for that. Just understand that. But then enough said. And it's good that we talk about it now, because I prefer you fail now and succeed later than seem to succeed now and fail later. Because I've seen people who have come, as I said before, and have been very much feeling like they're in the heart of satsang. And then shortly afterwards, you know, for me, they sell their kingdom for a horse. I see it many times. So for those who I suppose the more, the more there is that uh, that living, living, living in the in the community of being, uh, and then all your little hideouts get exposed all the time. You get familiar with the tricks of your own mind. You can see it more clearly. Um, 
and then you are somehow confronted to to keep choosing the higher the higher thing. If you're not, then this place will either become unbearable for you, or you break you break out of this out of this mind prison. Sometimes I see and I speak with people, listen to people who seem very, very knowledgeable about some things, and yet I don't feel from them. I meet a lot of people. Sometimes some people come here from outside or whatever they come, and I see them speak, and they've got a certain kind of confidence, and they speak a certain thing, and yet inside them there is not the space for the supreme. They're not at all in that vicinity of the miraculous. Everything is still man-made. Everything is still something to do with man's idea of life. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about, but it's still like they're experts, or they're they've got a strong opinions about life. They talk to you like they can talk to you like this, but it's all in the world of man's delusions. They're experts in their own in their own projections. And all that for me matters in a human being is if I can feel the pulse of God in you. Yeah. I know it is there, but it has to be self it has to be evident. It has to that it it radiates something. It has to be that you don't depend upon your tongue or your mouth to convey who you are. That somehow uh the God light, the Christ light, can be seen, can be felt in your presence, even without you speaking a word, because you are you. Your life becomes the perfume of that understanding. What is the ego? I mean, what is the ego? Say is if you, in your heart, are embracing your autonomy as a person. That's what you're holding on to consciously. Then it's better you go to that person and live that person's life, because you will never really be fully here. You will not be able to to take the most out of a, out of some place like this, because you have not yet recognized the cost of. Uh, of identity, you, I must be at least beginning to see that, to see what it is, and 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 the cost to your to your being. You have to be seeing, or at least maybe the the the, the swings of the opposites is so strong. There's so much extreme, so that when you're in delusion, you're really in the delusion, and when you're in the in the space, you feel, oh my God, I'm so happy, I'm so happy, and then for a while it can be like this. But something has got to be, you know. There has to be inside that you know. I am waiting for my chance because I am saying yes to the truth. You cannot be clinging to uh, identity. I mean, that is uh, that that is just the most uh, 
poisonous thing. You know, that is just the most poisonous thing that you hold here. And yet, I feel everybody here is clinging to some extent to identity. Maybe to not such a loud extent, but to some extent we hold it. We see in our little little personal conflicts that come up between persons and you know this kind of haha, who do you think you're talking to? And I see this is your devil actually. And we are still defending this this when it comes to it. And you might always think in your mind, you know, yeah, really you've read the books, you can speak like Ramana, you can do all these things. But really you've not killed your devil. You're still somehow, yeah, you know, but you know, you know, I didn't mean that. Why are you picking on me? And this is your devil. And this is one who is standing in front of the gate of Nirvana, in front of you, and you are protecting it. There must be some maturity enough to come to a satsang with me. It just has to be that something. Otherwise, uh, what I find with people, they leave and they go to a lesser place where their ego doesn't get challenged. They go to another teacher which do don't challenge their ego, so that they can carry on thinking, yes, I'm really still, I'm still here, but I'm really not there with Muji anymore, or whatever it is. Because you don't have the courage, you don't have the balls to stand up for yourself. You're just kind of riddling away. You've chosen the ephemeral. You've chosen the perishable. And try to dress it up to hide, hide behind your fig leaf of an ego. And I need the people who are strong, who really can win this life, because it's not easy to win. And it is impossible if you hold, if you embrace your identity as a person. And then your chance is like, <coughs> unless it's just uh, a delusion is about about to burst. That is something. But if you choose, which you have the full right within the, the paradigm of uh, duality and of relativity, to feel the choice that I wish to be here, then I cannot challenge that choice. I cannot say to somebody, oh, you better. No, I said, but this is freedom. This is freedom within the dream. Is You are free to be free and you are free to be bound. But. Uh, I will only walk with beings who are open for liberation. I can't be with, uh, with anybody on board who, who, who somehow is holding on to themselves as a person. Because you are like a risk to everyone. You, you, it, is not, it, won't be beautiful. it won't be beautiful. And yet, at the same time, I have to say, I cannot, I cannot reject you, but I can reject attitude. I can reject that somehow the attitude is not yet ready. But I can never reject your heart. You see? And, uh, even to say I reject, I mean, I'm not so comfortable with reject, reject, and, uh, accept, reject. And if I, sometimes I don't accept anything, but I don't reject anything, actually. Sometimes this is my feeling, and sometimes I feel uh, pff, out. No time, come. But it's not everything. None of it is just whimsical. It comes from this place. This place is conversing. You see.
that I'm not as open as I could be. Mm. But I'm, I also know, like you said before, it's like, I don't want to jump ahead. I know, because I've done that before. And to, and to say I'm already somewhere where I'm not. And it's, I think... Yes, I appreciate it. On, on the path truly with all my being, I, I need to make visible whatever, because then I can really... Yes, this is why I said to you, this is why I said to you, what you're saying is not so strange to me, because almost everybody here is carrying some of that inside. We are still defending some person inside, and I know it, because as yet I don't feel like I'm in the presence of Christ. I don't feel like I'm in the presence of Christ. I just don't. I don't feel like I'm in the, in the presence of... of uh, the prophet or Muhammad or, or you know one of any of the great uh, beings and it, it's only you who can let them through because they're in you it's only you can open the door from inside you to show them but you want to show the world your monkey face we're in love with our monkey face and it's not even animal I'm talking about So um, I don't uh, single you out. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, it's it, it is an indication that that everybody carries that that I see now and again. Some or there are moments when your divinity is self-evident, but like uh, like a cloud comes in, cloud says, "My God, this is why sometimes I have to speak as I do like that." You're not on the radar yet. Nobody's out of the water yet. Not yet. Maybe something is 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 risen inside. The yeast is 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 moving through. But the bread is not sufficiently. It's not baked yet. Because it is the thing that oneself is awake. It's not good to think you're awake even. It's better to think you're not awake, but better than that is not to think at all, you know. And just keep looking for whenever that seed of personhood arises, just to keep checking it in and just some sort cut it at the root. You don't have to say, "Yeah, now I'm awake," or "No, just keep quiet." A lot that in satsang, it feels like something is grabbing my heart, and something is like there's a lot of energy in my head, and it's quite uncomfortable in my body. I most of the time I just ignore it, but it's like right now. Some those sometimes those energies are playing tricks, because something is still trickable. You have to be not trickable. Doesn't matter what is going on inside. You just make sure that you 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 are paying attention. When you pay attention, you're you're living in your higher choice. You know, leave the body to God. Just say, you know, okay, this is uh, this is your department. I don't know anything what to do here. I don't know where these headaches. I don't know where this tightness in my head is. But uh, don't let it interfere with what I what you speak in my heart. Boom, like that you do.
but I don't like to talk as though the mind has so many tricks and stuff. It's not that the mind has any tricks. It's just that somehow we are still so much involved in the story of the world and so on like that. So the mind grows on that diverse interest of yours and appears through so many different forms. As soon as you are unified inside and you feel, because I don't want to put across to anyone, or oh, the realizing the self is difficult. I, would, I cannot say that. You are the self. That's what I say. You are the self. Uh, let's have a look at what stands in the way of your your natural recognition that you are the self. This is what I'm saying. You see, but then we talk about the mind and these things, and because you're still involved with your identity, we're still holding that. And, and is there a way really out of this? Is there really a way out of it? Well, I don't feel that I'm no exception. Why can't you? You know, if you fall in love with someone, your heart is beating for them, and then uh, they 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 take a flight somewhere, and the plane crashes, and you hear everybody perished except one person. We don't know who it is. You would search all over this planet. You'd walk barefoot to go and find the beloved. It could just be them, wouldn't you? Do it. You would do it. Why don't you do it for your heart? He's in your, inside your heart. Why don't you find him in your heart? This is the this is the paradox. This is the strangeness that I'm trying to expose. You see, you fall in love. You meet somebody after after three weeks of seeing them. You for you're totally in love. You're consumed in this love. They take off and they vanish for some while. And they are on a plane with 300 people, the plane crashes, and they hear there's one person. One person survived, they don't quite know who. How many people is going to go and look to see if it's their beloved? They go over everything, they find it. You're poor, you have no money, you go and work, you earn money to just get a ticket to go to this place, to walk barefoot through some hill to take a look, to say, Oh, it's not you. <coughs> Wouldn't you? <coughs> I'm pointing you to the one. From whom you can never separate, really. You're paying, you're paying all this, all this devotion to your monkey. So I said, "You're a joke, everybody. We are a joke. We are a joke." Monte Sahaja, uh, your residence, they are a joke. I have to say like that. I don't want to have to single out any particular person. Everybody's a joke. And don't take any comfort in that. It just shows the the thickness of the delusion. I said, but either you know what? Either I'm wrong about this or I'm right about it. Either I'm wrong about it or I'm right about it. If I'm wrong about it, prove me wrong and get the hell away from me. Because I won't be any good for you. And if I'm right, follow every word I'm telling you until you find what I'm pointing to. But I don't know who to speak those type of words to anybody because uh, I'm not on a commission to be here. 
I'm only speaking to you from some place that some place wants to speak to you. Sometimes people they want they're very happy to sit in you know, to sit in some kind of I don't know, some kind of Hollywood satsang. To be surrounded by lovely waterfalls and lovely colours and stuff like this and where people never talk to you directly. They never tell you you're full of bullshit. They just have a nice way of saying, you know, yes, yes, darling, that is so nice and you're on the right path, and all this kind of, you know. Some people like that. That's the way that they can take their their spiritual food. But I'm uh, not so much like that. No. There are some people when they are too sick or they are too helpful, you have to push the medicine down their throat for them, because that's what is required. And for others, you tell them, "Listen, take the medicine." You say, "Take it a minute." No, I want to sit here and watch you take it. You say you want to be well. I want to sit. You say, "I went and got the medicine." No, you sit and take it. I want to sit here. And if you don't take it, I don't get no more medicine for you. You understand? Another one, they say, "Yeah, would you got it? Yeah, here it is. Right, I got to see you later. Boom, because I, my trust is with you." Don't expect that your ego should be appeased, that your ego should be respected. You should feel happy with me. Because the day that that is the case, then we better just close shop, forget about it. Something has to fight. You have to fight sometime. You can be a pacifist later. But sometimes you have to fight now. You have to fight for yourself. Because forces are functioning inside. A bit of laziness that seems like it's quite okay. And yes, you don't always have to be fighting. You don't always have to be doing anything. But sometimes there's a moment you have to fight. And when time to fight, fight. <coughs> Isn't it? When it's time to embrace, embrace. When it's time to surrender, surrender. When it's time to kick ass, kick ass. Don't apologize. You know, be true to the moment. I'm not telling you, oh, every day. You know, are you working hard enough? You know, are you work? No, I'm not. In, not this. I can't do that. I can't keep up any practice like that. But when is the time to fight? Thing inside will tell you, fight. Don't philosophize. Fight. Uh, when it's time to bow down, bow down. When it's time to, to reject everything, reject everything. When it's time to accept everything, accept everything. Because it's not even you doing it. It's just the urge is doing it. Don't identify. There was a time I did not have a teacher like this. You know, I just sat in my room 
and I could only hold on to the sense of being. I only knew the sense of being. That was my Lord. I just sat in that. I was looking for somebody who could speak to me like I'm speaking with you. I did not find anybody like that. I just found them here and there. Somebody speak a few words and blew me away a bit or whatever. You see. But that sitting was very important because I had to find the one thing that was the most important thing. Sometimes you have to be alone. For some work you have to be alone. You just have to be alone for a bit. Thereafter you can be in a crowd of thousands of people, but you are alone. But when you are alone, by alone, alone, you are not lonely. When you are with thousands of people, you are not mixed. Okay. Thank you. Each one of the people that you speak to, they have to come from very weak. You have to speak with them very nice, very gentle, very soft. As you get stronger, you can take stronger medicine. When you are very strong, you are just ready to be killed in the most beautiful way. Maybe I shouldn't talk like that, so it's so easy to misunderstand when I'm speaking. When? When you say uh, residents of Mount Sahaja are a joke, and then you say, don't take any comfort in that. I like that you say that because you know we can take comfort in that fact. That just okay. So it's like that. So I like that you say that. Don't take any There's a saying that when you have the light, like a candle, right there you light a candle, and immediately under the candle is a shadow. You can be right in the presence of your own teacher, your own master, and stay in the shadow. People far away appreciate that light more than you. You know? You have to be careful. You have a relationship with someone, and you think that the purpose of this relationship is to be personal. Big mistake. The purpose of the real relationship is to know God, to find God in, uh, in each other's company. then your relationship slowly decays, because it becomes too personal. Every relationship that is too personal becomes decay. It becomes toxic. You see, the relationship has to bring out the weaknesses in you. 
in a way that most other relationships can't do it. A relationship you have with somebody in an intimate romantic relationship is a particular tool of consciousness to pull out the last bit of of dirt out of you, to show where you're still attached to some projection, to some fantasy, and to bring it out so you can see it. Because only such a relationship will will really become beautiful if you look at these things and you grow from them. But in relationships, people still defend their egos. Now, any of you can try and challenge me on that one. They still defend the ego at the bottom of the day. Your beloved, your beloved, but at the end of the day, you're still defending your ego. And that's how you know how deeply entrenched our ego is. I'm not saying a relationship should not have a fight in it. Sometimes you have to fight, but it must be a fight of justice. Sometimes justice has to fight. It has to be angry. It has to kill something, because it's not true. But that's a righteous killing. That's a righteous truth. I'm not saying you have to be every time. No, no. Sometimes you have to fight for righteousness. You fight. You see. I'm not saying you cannot must not argue. Sometimes you have to argue. Sometimes it's to argue in a relationship is to save it, but not routine argument. If you are routinely arguing, you already is too much cancerous. You might as well just uh, get out, if you are not growing from your interactions. Sometimes you have to fight for something, and you have to stand up firm for something, and you have to be ready that even this relationship will go if it doesn't come true. You have to be strong like that. You should never have to be like, you know, at any cost, I will keep this relationship. That's a fool's promise. If somebody told me, at any cost, I will keep my relationship with you, I said, No, please release me. That's suffocating. That's a kind of bondage. It has to grow, it has to be light, it has to show some light. You have to grow. You cannot just just accept each other's weaknesses and stuff. I say, no, you don't have any original weaknesses. If I'm going out with you, I want the best. Sure, you make your worst too. Show me the worst, but uh, I want the best. Why should I go out with you and get the worst? I want the best, and I want keeping having the best also every day. The best. I give him my best. I feel the best. Every day. So my God. Married a vampire, isn't it? You want to marry? Marry God. It always looks beautiful. Always speaks the truth. Always do what is good for you. Always put you first. Always show you when you're not true. Always encourage you to be true. Good night, everybody. Shri 
Mamana Bhagavati Sri Punjaji Bhagavati Sri Mujiji Bhagavati Om Sri Hare 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 Om Sri Hare 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 Sri Lord Shiva Bhagavati Om Sri Hare 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 Om Sri Hare Hare Hare